pandemic is already hard enough as it is. Mas mahirap pa ngayon kasi kalat-kalat yung information and we don't really know where or how to check the basics of what new rights we have or old rights that we can't impose in the meantime. Welcome to episode 4 of Ang Attorney Ko. This is your host, Attorney Isabel Ko. This is a podcast where I break down legal concepts with less of the jargon. For the next few episodes, tingnan natin ang mga relevant issues we are facing during the pandemic and how to generally deal with them. This is especially relevant since most of the questions we are receiving is tungkol sa concerns nila about the pandemic. But the standard caveat still applies, ha? Lalo na with the changing legal and political landscape ngayong pandemia. Any advice I give is based solely on what was asked and my understanding. And this advice may be different when the facts are clarified. So, bakit magulo and kalat-kalat yung mga guidelines? Well, una kasi, the pandemic is really something we were not prepared for. Medically, policy-wise, and kung ano-ano pa. So, the national government, pati yung LGUs, mayroon talaga yung disconnect. Until now, hindi pa rin ganun kaayos yung pag-align ng national laws, pati na local laws, and then there's an issue pa of proper implementation. Kaya, it's really important to know, at the very least, saan tayo lulugar in terms of our basic rights during this pandemic. Pero who should we listen to? And where should we look? Simula tayo sa pinakasimula. From a legal point of view, ang simula ng lahat nito ay ang bayanihan 1 and 2. Sa tsekahan natin ngayon, we'll explore these two laws, lalo na there's actually a Bayanihan 3 in the works. Sa mga susunod kasi natin na episodes, kukuhanin natin yung mga kalat-kalat na mga issuances para sa mga specific na topics tulad ng mga issue sa renta at mga nakatenggang utang na marami sa atin ay pinagdadaanan ngayon. Bago natin tignan yung mga kalat-kalat na issuances sa mga specific na topics, na i-discuss natin sa mga susunod na episodes, kailangan natin intindihin kung ano ang limitasyon na nakasaad sa mga batas kung saan nang galing ang lahat ng mga issuances na ito. Noong March 2020, at the start of the quarantine, the Bayanihan to Heal as One was promulgated. Unlike how it's being portrayed in the media, hindi be all and end all ang Bayanihan One. In fact, the main point of the law is that it allowed or gave power to the president to reallocate and realign a budget of almost 275 billion pesos. Para lang meron tayong general idea on how the budget gets formed and approved. Bawat taon kasi, before the year ends, nagpapasa ang mga government agencies ng budget nila sa legislative department or yung mga mambabatas natin. Then, after deliberations, pinapasa ito ng ating mga mambabatas as a law. This means that, noong 2019, nung wala pa tayong alam na may paparating na pandemic, nag-submit na yung bawat office ng mga projects nila for 2020 at naka-lock in na kung magkano yung magagastos. By the end of each year, the agencies are required to show na ginastos nga nila yung budget nila according to the plan they submitted. And if hindi, dapat i-justify kung ano yung hindi nagastos or kung may pinalitan. Bakit nila kailangan gawin ito? For transparency and efficiency, para alam ng taong bayan kung saan napupunta ang tax natin, and, more importantly, 
alam ng agencies yung programs na gagawin nila for the coming year and meron silang limit on spending for these programs. For 2020, we had a budget of 4.1 trillion, as in trillion with a T. Saan nakafocus yung budget na to? For that year, it was mostly sa education, infrastructure, and merong 4.5 billion na nakatabi para sa confidential and intelligence funds. Legal term natin to for today. Ano ang confidential and intelligence funds? These are the funds na hindi na kailangan ni-explain or account as a specific line item sa budget. Confidential funds ay para sa surveillance activities in civilian government agencies, while intelligence funds naman ay information gathering activities of uniformed and military personnel. Ang may control at discretion nito ay ang executive or ang ating presidente. Normal ba na ganun kalaki ang confidential and intelligence funds? Well, usually hindi. Noong 2016, 250 million ang confidential and intelligence funds natin. Noong 2020, naging 4.5 billion yung ating confidential and intelligence funds. Ngayong 2021, kahit may pandemya, tumalun ito to 9.5 billion. Ito yung tinabi for confidential and intelligence funds. Usually, at inaasahan na dahil government ang pinag-uusapan, we require a little bit more transparency. Kung kaya yung ganitong kalaking funds na hindi makita yung actual reason for expenditures by their very nature, usually hindi siya normal. Knowing how the budget works, balik na tayo sa usaping Bayanihan 1. So, ano nga yung point ng Bayanihan 1? Tumingin ulit yung national government dito sa General Appropriations Act for 2020 or yung pinasa na budget at naka-identify sila na may pwedeng i-adjust or galawin na 275 billion. Then they attempted to identify certain areas that would need focus. Meaning, instead na igasto sa pagpatayo ng school, i-allocate na lang pambili ng PPE. Yan yung purpose ng batas. Among others, the law says that the cost of the treatment for COVID-19 patients shall be covered under the National Health Insurance Program of PhilHealth. Also, may risk allowance yung mga public health workers. Meron pang 1 million pesos compensation to those who died fighting the COVID-19 infection. Nabanggit din dito yung grace period sa rentals and loans. And the law also lists the acts that the law declared as illegal. And dito rin nakaspecify yung 5,000 to 8,000 na social amelioration or ayuda per family. Further, under Bayanihan 1, Pwede daw ikulong for 2 months or may fine na 10,000 pesos hanggang 10 million pesos ang mga sumusunod na acts. 1. Disobedience ng local government sa national government policies. 2. Hindi pag-operate ng mga private hospitals and facilities ayon sa directive ng presidente. 3. Hoarding, profiteering, manipulation of prices of products na may connection sa basic needs natin like medical equipment, pagkain, gas at iba pa. 4. Refusal to prioritize and accept contracts for materials and services necessary to address the COVID-19 pandemic. 5. Refusal to provide the 30-day grace period para sa mga loans and rents. 6. Creating, perpetuating, or spreading false information regarding the COVID-19 crisis on social media and other platforms. 7. Failure to comply with reasonable limitations on the operation of certain transportation sectors. And 
impeding access to roads, streets, and bridges, putting up prohibited encroachments or obstacles, and maintenance of illegal constructions in public places. Medyo understandable yung mga dahilan bakit ginawang illegal itong mga acts na to. Yun lang kasi, yung Bayanihan 1 ay valid lang ng tatlong buwan. The law lapsed in late June 2020. So some of the relief packages available under Bayanihan 1 lost their legal grounding and had to be discontinued. Tulad na lang nung 1 million sa bawat tao who died fighting the COVID-19 infection. Kaya, tinignan nila kung i-extend ba yung batas. Yun lang, instead of extending it, isinabatas yung Bayanihan to Recover as One or Bayanihan 2 noong September 11, 2020. Iba yung Bayanihan 1 sa Bayanihan 2. Sa Bayanihan 2, a 140 billion economic stimulus was allotted para tugunan yung mga nagkulang sa Bayanihan 1. Mapapansing mas maliit ito sa 275 billion na naka-allot sa Bayanihan 1. Also, hindi lang yun, hindi kasama ang mga prohibited acts na dati nakasaad dun sa Bayanihan 1. So yung kaka-enumerate lang natin, hindi na siya kasama sa Bayanihan 2. In short, hindi na siya crime under Bayanihan 2. Ang diniscuss ng mga lawmakers while they were debating this is that yung mga yun ay pwede maipasaloob sa mga ibang existing crimes instead. Bakit importante na diniscuss natin itong dalawang batas na ito at kung ano ang nag-iba? Sa mga susunod na episodes kasi, where we will be discussing specific issues such as loans and rental payments, makikita na ibang application ng dalawang batas na ito. Also, Lahat ng guidelines at implementing memoranda ay binabalikan itong dalawang batas na ito. So it is important that we lay the foundation. Para kahit kalat-kalat pa yung mga issuances, may lagi tayong pwedeng balikan. Lastly, kasi just last June 1, the House, or yung ating mga congressmen, finally approved Bayanihan 3. So we might encounter this law soon. At magandang makita at intindihin kung saan siya nagsimula. So now that we have the groundwork, I'll see you next week for the continuation of our pandemic special. Let me know if you enjoyed this episode by rating and reviewing this podcast. If you'd like to ask questions, you may reach me at attorneyco at cutprintproductions.com That's A-T-T-Y-C-O at cutprintproductions.com or at 0915-109-3088 This is Attorneyco, ang attorney mo, at attorney nating lahat. See you next week as we continue our discussion on the pandemic. Mm-hmm.